morning. It is morning huddle time. A sense of belonging in a company actually increases job performance by 56%. It's like a lot of times all of that 3D data is there. They've done the work. They've done the engineering. They've done the slopes. They've done all the 3D polylines are already in their file. There's just a huge disconnect between what they do and the builders right now. 13,000 available unfilled construction jobs in this country, 11 million available unfilled jobs overall in this country. One of the great culture things I see in construction is people just get it done. At the end of the day, we've built 100% of the building. There's no 80-20 rule. Think of the technology that has been that has been brought into existence in the last 60 years, and you think of the productivity gains that have, say, occurred in agriculture, which is up 1,750%, or manufacturing, which is up 400%, and construction is flat to negative. This was always supposed to just be a six-episode mini-series. <laughs> Stacey, I want to remind you of that. Good morning. It is morning huddle time. Chad Prinky here with Stacy Holzinger. Stacy, how are you today? I'm doing great. I just came back from a great weekend. Um, I had posted yesterday with MCCEI, and we it was kind of a pilot program. 500 students showed up for Careers in Construction Day. We did 20 minute um, like a rounds, not round table, but to each section and learned about apprenticeships and met with the electricians and mechanical contractors. And they all had really cool interactive activities planned and the students were really engaged. It was awesome. It sounds great. It's a, again, it sounds very much right up your alley and, and uh, um, it, it, you know, a charitable way to spend the weekend, Stacy. good for you. Yeah. you. You earned three points. <laughs> Well, it was a Friday, so it was like still work day. Okay, got it. Now I see what we're really saying here is <laughs> Fridays we usually don't work, so we, it was we, a we fun Friday. <laughs> it was fun. It what have you fun. been up to, or what you're up to something? This so week. I have, yeah, I've, I'm. Uh, I mean, I, I, I've been having a lot of fun with. Uh, it's it is uh, heavy retreat season. Yeah. Lots and lots of uh, two days and day and a halfs and uh, things like that to get away and do strategic planning. And, and one of the uh, the retreats that we actually have coming up this week, I'm excited about because it's um, it's actually an opportunity for for me to uh, facilitate a retreat for an association that I actually belong to and that I have been involved with for over a decade. And, and that's uh, ABC of uh, Metro Washington. So uh, running that retreat. Yeah. this this coming week which you know it's it's one of the only retreats that it makes me feel like i kind of I, re I really also want to be a participant because i have so many opinions <laughs> about yeah. uh, I know, that must be tough sometimes <laughs> it is yeah it's a, you know you, all your guys are ideas are wrong these are the things <laughs> we should be doing uh, uh you know trust me uh, I'm, I'm a member and, um, <laughs> but you know it, it's it's a lot of uh it is a lot of fun and, and you know, hanging out with, uh, with those folks for a few days is also great networking. So yeah. And that's I how I met you, by the way. I yeah, it, well, I know it was ABC, but was it at a retreat? No, I think it was at, I remember sitting next to you at some comp or, um, it was some morning breakfast thing and we got to chat and, but that was, I don't even know how long ago. Networking <laughs> pays off. I, that was, let's pretend it was a year. I okay. will, we'll just pretend like it was last year. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's networking pays off, right? I mean, you you have to put yourself out there if you if you you know 
if you put yourself out there and meet new people, you will find yourself in all kinds of fun and exciting situations that you could have never planned for. So uh, that that is I, I'll never forget when when I was told I was joining ABC by a by by a, a member who was like, trust me, you're joining. And I was like, yeah. OK. And uh, uh, it ended up being one of the best uh, one of the best business decisions I made. So that was Definitely. a same was for me. Thing. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Today we have uh, an awesome guest that we've actually had a chance to speak with once on a special edition uh, huddle, I believe, back uh, in May or something yeah. like that. We got a chance to hear a little bit of the story. Uh, we, we looked uh, from that conversation. We really wanted to pick up and expand on the conversation. Uh, we have with us this morning, Catherine Schonenberger. Catherine, thank you so much for joining us. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, um, Stacey, uh, uh, you know, this is, again, this is one of your um, <laughs> kind of favorite uh, discussion uh, points. And I think uh, it would be awesome if you'd, if you'd take a moment and, and kind of describe why you were excited to have, uh, you know, Catherine join us and, and have this discussion today. Yeah, definitely. So um, like I said, I'm on a cohort and one of the biggest issues, and we talk about it a lot on LinkedIn or where have you, about recruiting people into the trades. And there's so many contractors that want, you know, qualified workforce into the trades right now because we can't find enough people. And um, especially, you know, CDL drivers, <clears throat> sorry, CDL drivers, um, HVAC technician. Uh, HVAC technicians, uh, electrical, you know, pretty much all over. We're looking for estimators, project managers, but the school systems will not push a certain career. And when I talk to teachers, you know, they say that's not their job. Their job is to give an education, which I completely understand. They're already overwhelmed with, you know, a ton of other things. So it's really important for businesses to find a way that we can connect the students to the trades. It's the only way. <clears throat> so I met Catherine and Jennifer uh, Duez from MCCEI, and Jennifer wanted to model off of Catherine's really successful program. So I was just hoping, and that's what we did this past weekend with 500 students. Um, but I know there must be some differences. So if you could just share how long you've been doing it and how successful it's been and all the good details. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, and I should also say, just for context, that in addition to being um, uh, you know, deeply involved in, in New Hampshire construction career days, having been the president and chairperson for almost 15 years, uh, Catherine is also past national president of NAWIC. Uh, heavily involved in in NAWIC uh, today, which is how we got a chance to meet in May, as well as you know her day job, which is as the president of Stay Safe Traffic Products, uh, which is um, you know a safety product uh, uh, company in um, uh, Massachusetts. So that being the whole picture, Catherine, um, uh, why don't you you know expand on that story a little bit? Yeah, New Hampshire Construction Career Days really um, began out of a conversation that actually happened in 1997. Um, and at that time, there was an actual national program that was um, being played with, but not necessarily expanded. So from that national program, which was Construction Career Days, that's basically what it was called. There were two gentlemen that were in charge of it. Um, 
one on this side of the Mississippi and the other one on the other side of Mississippi. And they ran the whole national side of things. But um, they developed a template. And when I was introduced to it finally, um, through NAWIC, actually, um, Umberto Martinez, who was from Texas, um, he was at a national conference with us. And we were toying with that idea. And like I said, 1997, I didn't get introduced to NAWIC until 2008. So during that time, we're trying to find ways in order to um, find that next generation of workforce, as Stacy had mentioned. Um, we don't have it. We never did, blah, blah, blah. And I was on more of the public works side of things. Um, that's where my customer base is for stay safe traffic. Um, and our DPW workers, they're retiring. I mean, hordes of them now. We knew that 97 bounced forward 20, 25 years. And they don't have to work anymore to get their 80% and work from that. So that was where, where the um, impetus came for me to keep looking. And um, I had the energy and certainly the youth at the time to keep on moving. And so we did, we found um, the, the program nationally and then we brought it to New Hampshire in 2009, we adopted it for New Hampshire. And I say adopted it because then once you take it, just like Baltimore, once you take it, you make it your own personality. So Massachusetts was the um, closest to me, obviously. Um, so I went down and took a look at what they were doing. And it was quite impressive. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I knew we had the same stuff for New Hampshire. And that's what we did. We brought it up to New Hampshire. And, and basically, in the simplest um, formats of things, because now Maine has taken it from New Hampshire, and they've had their second um, event with it. Um, you steal with pride. You take what works and you, you ditch what doesn't and um, you bring those kids in. And that's what we've done since, like I said, 2009, we had our inaugural uh, with 345 students and a half day program. Uh, we just completed our 13th event. Uh, we had two years off because of uh, COVID. But we just completed our 13th event on September 28th and 29th. And we have well over 14,000 students that have gone through. Um, so it was pretty exciting. And, it, you know, the success part of it really has been um, the snowball effect because 10 years ago, and we were still doing it 10 years ago, you know, um, the enthusiasm wasn't quite there. And I think that our industry has taken that corner, ABC being a part of it, AGC being a part of it, um, things like what Jen, Jen runs in Baltimore. Those educational facilitations and the fact that, you know, um, College may not be for everybody, and it's certainly expensive, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, you know, that's, I, I see more of an uptick in the involvement um, with the construction companies, the, the big construction companies, too, that um, really need to be part of this, and this being construction career days, and on any level and in any state. Yeah. Can you um, <clears throat> walk us through what goes um What's involved with the planning of this event? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a lot, but like I said, I didn't have to start from scratch. I had a national program that I looked at, and one of the biggest pieces of advice was get a steering committee together. Mm -hmm. And the steering committee is just basically your handful, as always, you know, 80, 20% of us do, or 10% of us do 90% of the work, right? So that that's more the the percentage. But you get your steering committee together and you get people that complement your talents or your your strengths. Um, and I have that. I, we have a three-legged stool, as I call it. Um, myself, Megan Terrio, who is the um, currently the uh, director of public works up in Guilford, New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. And then um, Eric Gustafson, who is... Um, 
if he's not already, he's nearly the in town engineer for um, Gosstown, New Hampshire. And those two are definitely, definitely engineers. Um, they're all day about spreadsheets and making sure the details are right there, which is beautiful mm -hmm. um, because I'm more of the big picture. I take care of the finances and all that other good stuff. But, but the three of us um, now have developed into this um, well working, you know, well-groomed machine. And um, we've had others. Sarah um, is in charge of our volunteers this year. She did an ex absolutely excellent job. She too is an engineer in uh, Belmont, New Hampshire. Um, and that's how it works. I mean, that's how it works. You, you start with your steering committee and that's, you want to find people that are going to make, um, understand your passion. And don't forget, this is all volunteer. So we need yeah. We need the buy-in from their employers, um, from anybody's employers, actually, to be part of this. And then we have schools like uh, Manchester Community College, for instance. They've supported us right through um, every single event, and they've taken on, like, our backpacks. They've had, you know, they've taken that expense away from us, an in-kind donation. And, yeah, we thank you very much for that, too. So the steering committee really is the beginning of the planning. Um and then from there you grow. And like when I first started this, like I said, I had the public works. I had the road agents of New Hampshire. I had the public works association of New Hampshire. Um, I even had Massachusetts behind me. I mean, I had a lot of public works entities um, in every department within that are, they definitely saw the value in it. Um, mm -hmm. But with public works, you don't have money. They can't give you a check. Mm -hmm. And so every year we start from scratch. So yeah. joining NAWIC, and I will tell you, uh, as I've said many a time, it's the National Association of Women in Construction. And women, no matter what field they're in, get stuff done. So that's where my introduction was in 2008. And literally that first year, um, I ran um, the Construction Career Days through the NAWIC checkbook in Granite State, New Hampshire. Um, and these women came to the table, not only with enthusiasm and passion, but with a check. And, yeah. you know, you have to buy your PPE, you have to rent that, you know, facility, you have to know your venues, you have to make sure there's a porta potty on site. All of those fun little details cost money. So, that's so have, where, you been that's doing it, have you been doing it at the same place year after year? Or have you switched it up? The first five years we were in um, uh, fairgrounds in Hopkinton, New Hampshire. And then uh, in 2013, I believe our first one was in New Boston, New Hampshire, which is also a fairgrounds. Um, and that is a blessing and a half because we have a working pit that is actually um, separated a little bit just by a walkway um, up to the working pit. And that pit is leased by another gentleman who um, it, it literally is. He shuts down for three days for us to um, have these kids experience construction, all the heavy working, you know, heavy equipment that's working up there, digging in the dirt. And um, it's a blessing, unbelievable, because we don't have to worry about hitting something. We don't have to worry about grooming it back. It's a working pit and um, they have an absolute blast up there. And then we have the rest of the grounds. There's a couple of um, big, huge barns that are filled to capacity. Uh, we have an inner circle of um, like the infield, is, if you will, uh, that is full with like Milton Cat took over. I think they had a 40 by 40 tent this year, along with a few of their um, subcontractors. And it's just the kids, they cannot not do all, all day long. So mm -hmm. um, we, we've been in New Boston. We're hopeful that we can stay there um, just because it's so conducive to what we what we have and um, keeping 
it, it's a six, I think it's a 60 acre square <laughs> facility. Uh, some, I have square feet somewhere. Six, maybe I'm saying it wrong, but I remember that was one of Jen's uh, questions to me. How big is the facility? And <laughs> when I asked, I'm like, holy mother. Because you you see the drone pictures of this place. Yeah. It's it's quite it's quite impressive. And um, we're very fortunate that we've had um, good people on at the fairgrounds level, and um, and certainly the gentleman in the pit. He's he's just been aces. Yeah. How do you um, select the contractors that are willing to participate? Mm -hmm. And what about the schools? The schools is it only schools that have career technical education programs, or do the students get to select that they want to? come to this event? Like, can you walk us through both of that? Yeah. Um, like I said, in the last, like 10 years ago, we probably did have to do a lot more solicitation for the exhibitors. Um, mm -hmm. You know, make sure that they understood the value of who it was that we're talking to and so on and so forth. It's not so much anymore. They're knocking on our, our door. We had over a hundred exhibitors, um, including the heavy wow. equipment. That's, that's, big. that's how yeah. you know you're doing it right. Yeah. So, and, yep. and you know, we had, um, I have the stats. We had, um, 32 pieces of live equipment, 14 pieces of static equipment, just equipment, never mind everything else that's going on. And um, technically there were 95 hands-on exhibitors and 60 different wow. high schools represented. Um, and as far as the schools are concerned, oh, I want everyone on that bus. I want everyone on that bus. Um, yeah. We try to give incentives. A few times we've been able to offer the incentive to get your female students on the bus. Um, mm -hmm. by paying for their transportation. Not one school took me up on that, although they did They did show up. We've had double digits for female students um, most of most years. I would say that probably maybe two out of the 13. When you say double digits, what's that mean? Percentage like percentage wise? points, yeah. percentage, yeah. yeah. Like last, this year we had, I think it was 15% were female um, out of the 1,442 <laughs> that we had through wow. most two days. Um, we had, for the schools, they sign up immediately. We open up our registrations in um, May, early May, after they get back from their April break. Um, and boom, we're, we're at capacity 2,000 students right off the bat. Wow. But what we find is, and this is where, you know, experience helps um, in planning. I always plan for 2,000 students, no matter what, for PPE purposes, food purposes, the whole thing, mm -hmm. volunteers, you know more eyes on everybody is better. Um, and then um, it falls off between 23 and 25%. We just know it's going to happen that way. Um, last year in 2022, uh, <laughs> our Thursday got rained out. So uh, wow. it was a, and it was unfortunate in the timing. It wasn't that, I mean, we had rain this year as well, but the timing of it was different and the um, severeness of it was different. So last year on Thursday morning at like quarter of eight, when buses are just about to pull out of their schoolyards, it was a thunder and lightning storm, torrential downpours. And I had two of my largest schools pull out. So we went down by about 400 students that day. Um, two or three, and then you had the 25% fall off anyway, right? So it ended up being perfect, no matter what, right? Mm -hmm. We had still over 400 and something kids on that day. But this year, it was Friday that was our rainy day. Um, we couldn't have asked for better weather on Wednesday sitting up and Thursday was gorgeous. And then Friday, you know, comes in the rain, but the rain was different. Rain came in a little bit later. Um, the kids were softened, but they were smiling and they had their projects and they were good. And yeah, it's called construction for a reason. We don't shut down just because it's not raining. So, 
Speaking of that, so can you walk us through when the student gets off the bus? <laughs> what What's their experience? Okay, so in New Hampshire, this is how we do it. The first person they get to meet is me, um, usually. And uh, Megan has been backing me up because sometimes we have five or six buses coming in at once. So we don't want to hold up the kids on the bus. But they come in. I give them a, a five minute, you know, this is you're at the fairgrounds, but you're not at the fair. You're at a construction site. That's how it's going to be. Get rid of your earbuds. I give them a little bit, you know, that lecture lecture. Okay. Um, any bad behavior is not tolerated. You're right back on the bus. I have no, I have no medium in between there. Um, it's zero. And um, I never have had a problem with a student. I can't say the same for the adults most of the time. <laughs> but the students have been very respectful. They know that they represent their schools. Um, and back to your question about whether or not they're from CTE, most of them are coming from CTE, career technical education, or they're, you know, in that industrial arts kind of programming, mm -hmm. but then you have a lot that aren't and, um, or the freshmen that haven't made their decision yet. Yeah. And those are the best ones to get because they're so wide open to everything. Mm -hmm. But when they get on, the, get off the bus, they go through, um, our registration area and at the beginning of registration i have a volunteer standing there taking all their stats how many students do you have with you how many are female how many are minorities etc cetera, etc cetera. how many chaperones you have so we have a good head count then they go through they get their ppe which is hard hats um, backpacks and safety glasses from us that's what we provide and inside the backpacks we have a couple of snacks um, we have our student booklet which i'm very proud of that's an huge undertaking, which we stole with pride from ABC um, once upon a time and has been just, you know, it's just rolling ever since. Mm -hmm. And um, they go off this, we figure out, all right, you talk to your students, tell them when, when to rally um, down below. Everybody stays down below. We have our buses up top and our students down below. I one of the things that, you know, we've improved upon in this year was a big one is keeping the students down before their buses pull up so they can get back on. Um, and when you're talking a mass exodus, it can be quite confusing. But fortunately, again, somebody smarter than me just said, let's make signs. I'm like an insign business. What a great idea. You know, so yeah. that's what we did. And we made like little picket signs so that everybody knew what school was gathering where. And they all look they all look alike. And that's what I tell the students. I say, you all look like to me, so you're not going to offend me and I'm not going to protect you. I have no idea where you're coming from, but, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And I, the other part of it, and I think maybe um, this being more so, is that we have wristbands that we issue. And because we're in a very public spot, even though we try to close down the um, fairgrounds, I tell them, if you see an adult or anyone without a wristband on, you talk to an adult. Um, we don't want any unwelcomed visitors and uh, you see something you say something and to my adults on the grounds I said you see something you do something I don't want to hear about it take care of it right now don't wait don't try to find me not in that seat no 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 even though you know our key people have walkies on and that kind of thing um but it's safety first as in every construction site right isn't that yeah, first absolutely so that's what we we do um you know that's one of my biggest questions i guess i'm asked of from exhibitors is you know what's the insurance deal how do you cover yourself blah 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 well osha says that if you can reach the pedals you're good to drive without a license like operate the equipment now none of this equipment's moving by the way i mean they're they're moving the the um shovels and things like that and they may be going back and forth with the um 
skid steer, but then certainly not driving, driving. Mm-hmm. And so long as they're with a uh, licensed operator, which they all are, um, they're good to go. So on that side of things, I mean, there's just no margin for error. Yep. Um, I have to plug the women though, the female students, because my operators always brag about how much they would prefer a female student over a male student. (laughs) (laughs) And the primary reason is because the girls listen first. I was just going to say, yeah, they're just better listeners. They're good listeners. And so they, they take that 30 seconds of instruction to heart and they don't want to screw up because we're perfectionists too, you know, like, Oh, I'm not skilled to do this, so I can't apply for that job, right? No, no, no. They get rid of that fear right off the bat. That's great. So we have a lot of fun with it. That's yeah, huge. Yeah. I, I, so, so I think a lot of our, <clears throat> a lot of our audience is potentially in this category of um, folks who could get involved, like Stacy clearly does. Folks who could get involved in helping with this type of program in you know wh- whatever part of the country they're in, and mm-hmm. um, tar- you know targeting the same you know, school age, um, uh, you know, kids, uh, for impact. The, if, if you, if you're talking to that audience, who's maybe, you know, brainstorming right now, you've sparked something in them and they're saying, man, I got to get involved or I'm already involved. And I want to, I want to pursue, uh, something like this. This is something that, you know, we'd really like to put together. If there were one or two or three, whatever, a handful of pieces of advice mm-hmm. that you would have for like, you've given us a lot of things that'll make it work, but what are some of the don'ts? Like, Hey, we know this doesn't work. <laughs> Don't do this. Um, uh, it, 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 do you have any of that kind of advice? My biggest um, hurdle, if you will, has been food. Hmm. Um, it's, it sounds like I tried to say the first year, everybody bring a lunch. You're at a construction site. You go into a job site. Bring your own lunch. Right. And that sounds great. You know, it's a good piece of advice, only it doesn't work at all. And then I got <laughs> huge pushback from the other adults in the in in my circle, my steering committee saying, Kat, they're on the bus for, you know, two hours or three hours. Mm-hmm. They're eating their lunch before they even get off. And then what do they do? So we that's why we provide a couple of snacks in their backpack, for instance. Yeah. But one of the don'ts, which we got rid of this year, um, was pizza. Okay. Pizza became my hell. (laughs) How can you go wrong with pizza? I know. (laughs) So as it was, we had a gentleman that, um, you know, he provided the pizzas and we had a couple of outfits, but we brought back, um, this one guy and he was, he, he, he tried to handle it and we tried to handle it, but, and it ended up being that there were pizza boxes to the point of nausea. And I mean, we had to, bring in a huge can of, you know, dumpster in order to accommodate all that extra cardboard. Um, the kids were waiting in lines. Um, then it ended up being costly for us, um, simply because we had to make a commitment. And then something like rain happened on Thursday and we ended up with, I can't tell you how many extra pizzas we had. Mm. So you learn things like that as you go. And one of the things that I learned was um, I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to, we had one gentleman that had been with us for a couple of years and he had a barbecue um, pulled pork truck type of thing, all self-contained, whatever else. So I got in a second uh, food truck this year um, and it seemed to work famously. Um, And the only folks that we picked up lunch for was my public works um, operators that were on site voluntarily. 
Um, and it's not only did it save us a lot of money, but it saved us a lot of trash. Yeah. And um, that's a that's a huge logistic. You you just yeah. don't think about you know a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. So that was a definite um, learning curve. The other one was probably directions to the place because yep, in New Hampshire you can't get there from here, and this is definitely one of those places. New Boston, if you look at the map, it's not close to anything. Our biggest city is Manchester, and that's still 25 minutes away um, on a good day. <laughs> and it's all like routes. It's not direct routes. So right. um, our buses are coming from, you know, from the seashore and from up north and out west. And so they all have to find it. And I think that that was has been one of the things. Um, and you said one one school came from three hours away just to come to your program, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's they cool. did. So. They did. And they were wonderful. And I have to say too, the other big um, challenge that I think the schools have, um, and especially right now, you talk about workforce, uh, you know, not having enough people are, are our bus drivers. Oh, no kidding. I see that everywhere. Yeah, it's it's like everywhere I go, I see these signs like, Hey, come be a bus driver. I'm thinking, I, mean, I don't really have time, but I feel like I should help. I just, yeah, I like I should yeah a lot of parents are stepping up just to get it done. Yeah. Yep. yep. And that's been our thing too. You know, I can't, um, I stress to the, some, because these, some of these CTE programs obviously are regional. So the, the student might be closer to the, the fairgrounds where we're having the event than going to their actual school and getting on the bus. Oh, I'll just meet you there. Oh no, no, no! I can't have that. No, 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 no! Disaster no. that would be. You have to come. You have to come and go with your bus, and so yeah. that that to me is like not um, not cool. So we've had a couple last year. This past event, we only we didn't we had one car full show up, and I they knew they were in. I thought we already missed the bus, but they were close enough where they went back to the school, got on the bus, and then came. So they were decent kids. They really were. Um, and I was happy to know that they figured out their own solution. I was going to accommodate them, of course, but that was the exception, not the rule. And then um, the buses, though, they, they, the bus drivers, I have to go back to them for a minute because they're adults on the ground. So they get their wrist banned because I tell them, get off the bus, have a walk around, you'll see. And they come back flabbergasted. And I love it hearing their stories because they come from every walk of life too. And that's really yeah. interesting. So they engage with the kids. Um, like that bus driver that came down from Berlin, New Hampshire, three hours, he was engaging with those kids. Yeah. It wasn't just the bus. Um, driver, so. One final question for you. So um, I know our audience, our contractors, they want to get more involved in things like this, but they don't know where to start with activities. And you've probably seen so many contractors do really cool things. I got to see a little bit um, this weekend with the um, Calvert Mechanical, they did such a good job in getting the kids interacted with certain activities and the electrical contractors did really um, cool things like an operation type of game where you go over and you try not to buzz mm -hmm. the wires and they did big um, pole line demonstrations. Can you give us some of your favorite demonstrations um, that the kids, or maybe that the kids enjoy the most. Yes. Well, we did have, um, in these last couple events, we've had Green Mountain Communications show up and they did, they had a 40 foot tower that the kids actually get to climb as a lineman and, you know, rain or no rain, they're climbing it. And it's really cool. Um, cool. we have, 
arborists that um, have the kids up in trees because people say, arborists, why are they at construction career days? Well, think about it, people. <laughs> What's in your way? You know, so and these these people are professionals and they the kids don't even ha they don't relate that. So that's the relation part of it. Mm -hmm. uh, we have another engineering group that puts together a slurry um, to demonstrate like how pavements made and the, the compost, the composites materials of that but only they make it with chocolate and um, oatmeal and something else. So it's oh. actually edible. Nice. So, but it's the consistency that that's the point. And then um, one of my favorites has always been just marshmallows and raw spaghetti and how they build the bridges and whatever else. And that's usually mm -hmm. sponsored by our New, Ham New Hampshire DOT group. Um, and that's an engineering challenge. So we have those challenges around all the time. And the kids get to appreciate it, whether they're, they're standing behind a laser to, to mark out a, a site or um, they're climbing onto that excavator. Mm -hmm. um, one of the, one of the in feedback and all the in full disclosure was from my brother-in-law's group out of Timberlane, um, Plastown, New Hampshire. He's a, he's their uh, teacher up there, his chaperone course. And we do share it last name. So it's fun. Um, but he had um, one of his parents, and it was one of his freshman students, his, one of the parents wrote an email to him saying, I don't know what you did to this kid, but he is turned on like nobody's business. And basically, um, the day after our event was the, a big fair, Deerfield Fair, and uh, this kid was telling his mother, I can run that excavator. You know, he was all about it. And if you need a wall taken down, mom, I know I can do it. And her <laughs> email was funny. She's like, not that I need a wall taken down necessarily, but it's nice to know that he's willing to do it. You know, so he was all turned on. And it was just like, seriously, probably five lines of an email. Yeah. But for me, that's our why. That's why we're doing this. We made one kid like totally appreciate what he's looking at every day. So, Do you have any stats on who eventually joined the trades? I wish. I think Elon Musk is working on that um, <laughs> in the way of a chip. But <laughs> right now I don't have a chip. But I will tell you that my teachers, our teachers that have been with us for many, many um, events, you know, decade mm -hmm. and a half now, basically, um, they've come back with who has come back to them as way as students. My, my brother-in-law, for instance, he's got a great rapport with many of his kids after school um and where they end up going um but just to ignite that possibility with them and um yeah unfortunately i don't have there's no way to measure that i don't think but you get those little nuances you get those little antidotes every now and again and it's just you know somewhere along the line you're, lay, you're laying that um groundwork it's just mm -hmm. like what we talked about earlier too the networking aspects of anything that we do in life Mm -hmm. it's it's never a straight line it's always a jungle gym and uh we yeah. should appreciate all of those little um experiences as we go and these kids i think this i think the adults say it more often but i wish i had this when i was a kid yeah kind of thing i wish i was exposed to this when i was a kid because mm -hmm. it would have could, could have changed the trajectory or at least shortened up some time frames yeah definitely yeah yeah but we have a whole slew of um, ideas for anyone that wants to have hands-on activities and get creative with it. I know um, our Eversource, which is our utility company up here, they have something huge planned for next year already. You know, they couldn't pull it off for this year, but next year they're already planning. So that's that's the other that's when you know you're doing something right too. When you get you're getting the feedback and the thank yous, but they're already planning for next year. Yeah, and that's. So if people had um, wanted to get in touch with you or your program to figure out 
how to either participate or take this to their own state and figure out ideas or help other contractors figure out um, different interactive ideas with the mm -hmm. students? How would they get in touch with you or how could they learn more about your program? Um, I'm wide open. Uh, my contact information, however you guys need to get it out there, I am wide open. Stay safe traffic at AOL.com or Gmail, because that's the way I am. Um, but <laughs> and I say have to, I have to slow it down, Stacy, because a lot of times people hear my, my company name is Stacy, and it's Stay Safe Traffic. Gotcha. All right. Um, and it's at any one of the, you know, URLs, it's, I, I have it all covered. But um, that New Hampshire Construction Career Days, um, we are on Facebook as well as we have a website, um, which is nhccd.weebly.com. Uh, okay. Right now, we're upgrading that this year. We have um, somebody in the works for that. And there's a ton, there's a ton of photos and there's a video coming out and we'll share it on all platforms. Awesome. Um, so that that's all all day that. But the <clears throat> excuse me, the, the because we don't have a national go to anymore, I am so more than happy to share with what like I did with Jen, like I did with Maine. And it's not me. It's like I, I here, you know, this is what you need to do. Yeah. Um, and then you have everybody nodding their heads and saying, Yep, this is what we need. And then you have the AGCs and the ABCs of the world. There's there's yeah. a lot of good stuff right there. So yeah. And you fundamentally figure out the finances. And um, I'm going to say between 30 and $35 a head for a student mm -hmm. to go mm -hmm. through the program is not a bad estimate. It depends on, you know, your venues and who's given in-kind donations and things like that. New Hampshire National Guard, Army National Guard gave came through huge this year for us. But that's something they planned from last year. They mm -hmm. wanted to pick up, you know, our printing expenses and things like that. And they could do that. And um, that's a huge gift. That's a huge yeah. gift. And uh, that's where they're, that's where they're at. Takes a lot of people to make this these days happen. Well, and that's, yeah, that's a part of what, what my reflection is thinking about this. Go, going back to the fact that I'm going to be with ABC this week, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I, I, a part of, I, I think what we all need to do is, uh, how do I put it? Kind of, kind of work together, cro uh, you know, cross boundaries, cross ABC, AGC, uh, you know, um, uh, you, you know the, the unions. I'm 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 actually hearing a lot of mm -hmm. interesting stuff about collaboration beginning between ABC and and unions. Um, mm -hmm. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, but here we are. Right. That's yeah. that's a great thing. That's, that's uh, yeah. I, no, I, know, I, and that, I that's if I could say one thing about our program in New Hampshire, it is everyone who touches yeah. construction, union, non-union, uh, public, private, um, school, secondary. Primary, you know, like it's all of that. Yeah, just break down the barriers. Let's work together. We yeah. all have the a common goal. The and, same and, problem that we need to find right. a solution to. So that's one of the that's one of the things that I have, you know, as a as a takeaway. Not not necessarily anything that you explicitly said, Catherine, but clearly it is. I I, I intuitively knew what you just said was true based on the way you were describing it. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. this is an all hands kind of operation, which is, um, I think, when you're not trying to, you know. Uh, differentiate and be better than this one or better. Mm -hmm. But when we're all just yeah, saying, like, hey, everybody come in the same boat. Let's all work together. Yeah, we have we have direct com competitors in our GCs standing right next to, or the welders, you know, like they're all in, New Hampshire's this big, you know what I mean? And our construction industry is this big in That's many right. respects. Yeah. So out of respect for each other, I'm like, hey, you know, I had the army there and I had the National Guard there. We didn't put them by each other, but hey, you know, I wouldn't, 
necessarily know the difference, but there is a difference. You know? yep. So you don't, yep. you don't think in those terms. You just, you're there for a bigger purpose than yourself. And that's, um, and we all benefit as a result. Yes. Awesome. All right. Good. Uh, thank you so much for being with us, Catherine. Any last questions, uh, Stace? No, I think we covered everything. Um, I can't wait to share. I can't wait to see your video that comes out so I can visualize it. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a couple good ones on there right now. But um, yeah, our website, they, it, there's a lot of content right now. We are going to um, revamp it a little bit just to make it um, a little bit more relevant to now. Um, cool. Megan started that over a decade ago. So um, yeah, we've done well by it and it's been great. So. Thank you guys for having Yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank this you. Really appreciate it. We'll we'll uh we'll see you sometime soon. Yes, absolutely. Thanks. All right, All right. Yeah. see ya. Stacy, uh, thus brings an end to our most recent season. Yep. Uh, this has been um, a twelve week span where I have personally learned a lot about uh, all things workforce development, about AI, about um, uh, you know, dynamics between engineering and architecture and contractors and all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, I, I um, thank you for putting together such an awesome slate of, uh, of guests for us this season. No problem. Thanks for being an excellent host and ah. doing all the hard work that I don't want to do. I don't know. You, you just like hosted that one on your own. You, well, you, that's you, only because that's my passion. Well, okay. <laughs> Fine. You take some tough topics that I don't even want to be a part of. I'm, <laughs> lear I'm learning. <laughs> right. You're just taking notes. Hey, notice I'm usually taking a lot of notes, you know, I'm, I'm trying to learn. So um, I do want to take a moment and uh, thank our sponsors for this season uh, and uh, and tee up a little bit for our for our next, uh, uh, you know, upcoming what to expect from here. But uh, mm -hmm. so I want to thank Katz Abosh. Katz Abosh is an accounting firm uh, based here in the Maryland region. Uh, they do a fantastic job with contractors, have a contractor-specific practice, uh, and I know those folks um, do a, a great job, a trustworthy group. If you are a contractor looking for a quality uh, accounting firm, then there's Lawrence Law. I'd say the exact same thing about the Lawrence Law folks. Uh, they have a, a construction-heavy practice, lots and lots of contractors. They know what the contracting community is dealing with and, uh, and really how to help, uh, you know, uh, protect and um, prepare uh, contractors for uh, all things legal. Uh, then we've got uh, Frisco Woodline, which is a, a, a wood supply uh, company based in uh, Prince George's County, servicing greater DC. Uh, great group of people, customer service oriented, um, and a team of, of real professionals that, that you can really lean into as consultants. Uh, for all your wood needs. And then finally, uh, our latest sponsor, which is Sandy Spring Bank. Sandy Spring Bank, I, I, I joke uh, with um, uh, my good friend, Chris Morasco at, uh, at Sandy Spring. I said, uh, you know, I, I'm calling you because you, you really should be a sponsor. I, all we work with are contractors and about 50% of our checks say Sandy Spring Bank. You guys are clearly the <laughs> contractor. Uh, you know, bank, please right. don't make me bring somebody else in. And uh, he, he, he eventually relented. Uh, I, we're very happy to have Sandy Spring Bank and thank you for your partnership. So um, uh, that does it for our sponsors. That does it for the season. We do have a special episode coming up on uh, November 17th. Yes. Stacy, talk to the group a little bit about what um, what that episode will be about. 
So you you won't be joining us, right? So we'll correct, have Matt uh, Verderamo, my my colleague, because I will be at a retreat. Right. Um, <laughs> season. So yeah, he'll be joining us live from Laurel, Maryland, um, for Apprenticeship Week at IES Independent Electrical. The IEC, IEC, IEC sorry, Chesapeake, sorry. yeah, Independent Electrical Contractors, Chesapeake Region. Yep. At their, what I have been told is a beautiful training facility. So I'm excited to check that out. And they have a whole day planned, but I think the plan is to go live around 12 and we're going to be learning more about their program, their training, and then we're going to pull some students on apprenticeships to talk about apprenticeship week and, you know, what they've been learning, what they like, all that fun stuff. It is, it is going to be a good time uh, opportunity to, as always, a lot of fun to talk to the kids when you get an opportunity to do that. Uh, talk to some of the companies that are sponsoring and maybe even some of the politicians that are there yeah. um, uh, all in support of, uh, of that apprenticeship day. So I will be uh, sad to not be there, but I'm also confident that uh, Matt and you will eventually demonstrate that I'm not necessary on that. <laughs> no, stop. Um, <laughs> so- I'm always trying to work myself out I'm of a job. Very much that is a necessary. Rule. <laughs> oh my God, please don't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that, uh, we come back for our, our next full season starting in January. We'll come back the second week in January. Uh, we've got a new schedule that we'll be working on uh, for next year that uh, is going to include uh, up to 36 shows, which we're, uh, uh, we and our sponsors are excited about. Uh, and we will be, um, uh, you know, uh, always open-minded to inviting people with great stories to tell about positive impact in the building industry. So please reach out to me, to Stacy, uh, and, uh, and, and make sure that you, uh, raise your hand if you'd like to join the morning huddle with us. Yes. Anything else? That's a great season. Great. Enjoy your break, even though we're going to be working behind the scenes. Right, yeah, my break. Really break. Like I, I will remind you again that this is not my full time job, and that, <laughs> and yeah. that my full time job is not on hiatus uh, <laughs> during this time period. I know. Between, but I will enjoy the extra hour or so a week um, uh, to uh, you know. Uh, work on client stuff probably. Uh, but, uh, anyway, all right. Thank you so much. Uh, Stacy, great job. We'll, uh, we'll see you soon. All right. See ya. Bye.